Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, jokers, smokers, and midnight tokers? This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Space Cowboys? I am your host, comedian Billy Presida. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the program, this is the podcast where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. However, this week's guest is, uh, is not one of my past partners, or the, although we are Eskimo brothers. Uh, <laughs> it is, uh, I got a special guest, Kenneth Play. Kenneth Blay, he is a, a, a sex hacker, fitness hacker, social hack. He's a hacker, people. He's got tips and tricks to make your life easier, including your sex life. So we get into that super fascinating stuff. And I want to give a special shout out, a special thank you to Stasia. You, you adorable person, you. I got After 73 episodes, I have gotten my first piece of fan art in the mail. That was super cool. Uh, Stasia made a very lovely cross stitch because apparently I'm very huge in the grandmother demographic. <laughs> um, it's just a cute cross stitch. It's just the word man whore in red with like hearts going above and below it. It's in a very nice frame. And uh, I dig And that was very nice of her to, to mail out to me. So thank you. Uh, if you want to see that, go to manwhorepod.com. I've got a picture of the, uh, the cross stitch up there. I want to read, read an email been a while since i've read one of those on here i think um this one comes from sean says billy hey i'm looking to get a spot in the man whore podcast fantasy football league let me know if there's a slot open um and there was a spot open there actually still are some spots open (laughs) um also i want to say thanks for all the information and knowledge you share good sir the back-to-back swinger podcasts help me open the conversation with the wife so that's a step in the right direction. Keep doing you and sharing the great knowledge. To show my thanks, I'll be sure to become a Patreon uh, supporter over the weekend to show my appreciation. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean, for those kind words, uh, even though I am going to take you down in the Fantasy Football League. Ha! Um, no, that was very nice of you. Um, and, you know, he mentions the back-to-back swinger podcast. Uh, Alex, our sexy swinger wife, the gang banging hottie. Yeah. She sent me a very sexy photo to share exclusively with patrons of the podcast. So make sure you go there, contribute whatever you can, 25 cents a month, a dollar a month, $25 a month, whatever you can. Uh, you'll be able to check out what kind of, what kind of ladies do this show. And, uh, if you want to email me your, your comments, your questions, your queries, your, uh, your booby pictures, or if you just want to call me an asshole, uh, you can email me at manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, I've got a, speaking of emails, I've got a very big announcement coming up. Very big. I'm very excited about it. I, this has been, co- this has been uh, many months in the making, but uh, I'm not going to announce it until next week on the podcast. However, I, if you want to, if you can't wait till next week, go sign up for the mailing list and you'll be the first to know. Go to manhorpod.com. Sign up for the mailing list, and you will know what the exciting news is ASAP. Ugh, it's, ugh, I'm so happy about it. <laughs> yeah. This week's guest, everybody, is Kenneth Play. Yes, Kenneth Play is a sex hacker, sex educator, um, a ripped-as-fuck dude. Uh, Kenneth, I know uh, through the Hacienda sex party scene, we... we I, I started playing with his his lady about eight months ago, and she could not stop telling me about this guy, her her main man, who's a sex hacker who gives out sex tips. He has a thing called the Sex Hacker Playbook. He's an expert. He says he likes to hack sex, fitness, and life. Uh, so I was like, I gotta talk to this guy. I mean, the guy puts on. He'll go to an orgy and put on a demonstration in front of a bunch of people. When you go to the sex party and everyone at the party is looking at you, yeah, you're not. He wouldn't call himself an expert, but I'll call him an expert. 
Um, we had a fascinating conversation. He shares some uh, some cool hacks, some tips, some advice for you guys. Uh, and also, we had a really interesting conversation about manhood and what it, uh, what it means to be a man, to be a good man. Hey, pickup artists, you know what? You can keep doing your shitty tricks. They may work, but there are a lot of tricks you can do and still not be a jerk. I mentioned uh, in the episode a couple of people we've already had on the show. We, uh, we mentioned Leon Feingold. That's episode 25 where we talked about uh, polyamory and love. Um, so that was episode 25. And then we also talked about uh, the casual sex project from Dr. Jana Vrangalova. Yes, and that's all the way back in episode 10. Yeah. So uh, if you're still catching up, definitely go back to those episodes. Really cool stuff. With Jana, we talked about casual sex and uh, her work as a sex researcher. So it's a really fun episode, and I think you're all going to dig it, and uh, I hope to hear what you think. You know, sit back, relax, enjoy my conversation with Kenneth Play. Um, wow, just, yeah, okay, that video, man, was, that was something. <laughs> that was that was something. <laughs> uh, so I'm here with, uh, with Kenneth Play, and uh, he is a sex hacker, and he just showed me a video of a, a video he's going to be putting out soon of a sex hack. Where he made a woman squirt um, pretty quickly. <laughs> now, did you, now you already knew that she squirts though. So is that like cheating a little bit, or do you think? Because can all can all women squirt? I also think if you know if you tell every woman that yeah. every girl should squirt or is you know it should happen to you, then the anxiety <clears throat> it builds up. Mm. So some most women do, and if you do, great. If you don't, great. Right. I think not having a very attached result actually makes them feel better. And sure. if it happens, and it happens most of the time, I would say so. But it doesn't have to. I mean, I think sometimes, like I teach it a lot. I teach a uh, female ejaculation quite a bit. But I don't want it because it's trending in America, right? <laughs> Everybody yeah. wants to know about it. Sometimes it's, it's overrated. A new craze. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> it's overrated for some women. They they absolutely love it. For some women, it's a party trick. So yeah, it depends on your audience and your lover. So right. I, I mean, I'm a big proponent of like not having a should or, uh, you know, like not trying to get her to come, but just getting her to feel good mm-hmm. because if you try to make her come, then like it becomes a anxiety goal thing Mm -hmm. so i'm a big fan of that but like are most women do they have the capability of it i would say most um but i mean explore it try see if you like it is is my recommendation but Mm. i think most it require is quite technical in some way like i mean there's some women who are just natural squirter and Mm. they could you don't need any touching to actually uh, at least on the G spot, in order for that to happen, some women have that pelvic floor and and Kegel muscle control that they could just do it. Really? Yeah, and you could train someone too. Like if you, I mean, there's a whole different <laughs> hack that you place your finger in and you teach them how to use the muscle until they realize that it's it's a it's a muscle that you know is is involuntary in some level, right? There's some technique, but you could be voluntary as well, um, and you could control it. But I would say that most most lover, right? It could be men and women, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily know how to st- stimulate that that area, right? In order to produce this results pretty consistently, I would say. So, so it's a technique thing, you know, and it needs a, a, a decent amount of um, pressure and intensity in order for that to happen. So, and most people would tire out before. So, I've been doing a lot of research on how to hack it and make it more dependable, make it more like you know accessible for most people. Yeah. So, so the reason I wanted to, to talk with you is, and because I know you through the the hacienda crowd, and I, uh, I want you call yourself a sex hacker. I was like, what the fuck is a sex hack? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kenneth, I gotta ask you, what the fuck is a sex hack? <laughs> you know, like because um, I think sex hack, I th- like I think hack, I think like a life hack, like how to cook up ramen noodles like on your sidewalk. I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's exactly that, you know, like life hackers are trying to figure out some uncommon novel way to get things done, you know, be mm-hmm. more productive, to to have more dependable results, to have a new approach to making, like to create a result that they want, right? Um, and I look at sex kind of the same way. Like I have a, you know, I've been, I've been fat, I've been skinny, and I've been in the fitness industry for a really long time. And to figure out how to lose body fat, and built muscle at the same time. It is a hack. It's not mm-hmm. within my genetic card. So, so when it comes to sex, I go like maybe I could apply this like philosophy of like f- 
like what is how can I what can I do right because the standard narrative for fitness is that you have to exercise more and eat less or the, I think there is that not how you do it <laughs> not exactly um, and also the eating clean craze right you have to eat like for bodybuilder you have to eat six <laughs> meals a day it has to like you know look the same way every meal and so we have this like um, philosophy on like what it takes to to get this result and i'm like i don't want that life you know like mm-hmm. how can i do it the way i want how can i eat like a massive amount of cupcakes and donuts at, at a certain time and build muscle with that so there's okay, ways well, to hack I, that i i was on weight watchers for over three years uh-huh. uh the people listening know my struggle they uh wait are you telling me i can eat a ton of cupcakes and still look the way you Look, I mean, I do personally. I I was I felt pressure to go to the gym. Normally, I feel pressure to go to the gym if I know like I'm going to a sex party <laughs> or when I did like the body painting day uh-huh. where I was going to be naked and get body painted. I was like, I should get like in shape for that. I felt pressure to get in shape for this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> the pictures of you are like insane. Uh, you guys wow. should know that. Good lighting. If you oh, good lighting, no man, it's just angles, contouring. <laughs> I so like okay so. It is, you know, <laughs> exercise more um, and um, and eat a little bit less, right? But the whole goal is to really learn about cal- calorie partitioning. Like mm-hmm. when you intake food, where does it end up? Is it, you know, is it making your fat tissue bigger? Is it making your muscle bigger? Is it being stored as glycogen? So the hacking is really about timing. Like where does the nutrient go and what state your body is in? Because like when you just finish a workout, food goes in very differently than when you were sitting on your ass all day. So, right. so, so once you learn how the body works, you could kind of like make like the cupcake. Like just say if you also deplete it, you haven't eaten any carbs for a period of time. When you eat all those carbs at time, you are refilling your glycogen tank. So and also I fucking love cupcake and, and, <laughs> and, and donuts, so I don't want that to be completely out of my life right. and i don't want i don't like the idea of a cheat meal too so there's like this guilt written thing about you don't want to feel like dirty when you're having that cupcake yeah dirty i don't know about food, you no. i kind of want to feel a little dirty when me and the cup, I'm like yeah i'm having <laughs> that, that kind of dirty is okay mm, mm. but i think you just know sneak it in when the wife ain't looking just be like i'm, I'm gonna have that donut yeah <laughs> i'm really actually against guilty pleasure i think pleasure <laughs> is something that is amazing that we get to celebrate and why mix sugar and fat like guilty pleasure? They are amazing, you right. know, at the right time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so so hacking is really about the timing, like when to do what, you know, mm-hmm. and how much to do it. You know, that's the effective dose, which um, my my sex hacker uh, hero, Tim Ferriss, talks about the 80-20 rule. Like what is the 20% that produce 80% or what is the 5% that do 95% of the job? So uh-huh. figuring those things out and I... I Learn how to apply that in sex as well. So that's been a very interesting journey. Yeah. So um, that's interesting. So so you learn these fitness hacks. You're like, where else can I do it? Okay. I like to have a lot of sex. So you know, you're like, okay, let's let's figure out how to make it work there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's an exa- what's like an easy example to tell of of a sex hack? Give us like a simple one that you don't need a, a video for. Because th- we sell the video at the end. That's the marketing the part. Oh, yeah. We say if you want the, the, the complicated hacks, complicated. go. <laughs> I, I, you know, the most important part of making any sexual experience good is about creating safe space. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's not talked about like, it's, it's not as like, how do I get my girlfriend to have anal? Even how to get my girlfriend or wife to have anal is really about creating safe space, right? Mm-hmm. If she doesn't feel safe, she's not going to do anything. Yeah. Same thing for men. If you don't feel safe, you're not going to do anything. So, so it seems yeah, like guys, if someone wants to peg you, make sure like it's a safe, safe space, space first, right? You know? Like yeah. for you too. Like if someone, if you want to try like anal play, you want to feel safe, mm-hmm. but that's not something that we talked about. Like, you know, especially in the, I can't say all pickup artist community are the same, but the goal is to, for them to, it is to maybe this is, they're a trying, they're trying to like trick the woman into, yeah, into bit, sleeping yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. But not, not the idea to create safe space. I, I want my lover to know that they could walk away at any time that mm-hmm. I will not like, it's not the session doesn't end uh, when I ejaculate. Right. It ends when she, uh, either of us wants it to end. Right. right. It ends when we're both we're so tired, tired or someone's late to a meeting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or someone decided to don't want to do it anymore and creating that option to feel safe and to, that's really important. Like exit strategy to st- let someone know there's an extra strategy mm-hmm. in place 
mm-hmm. create safe space. It's like the whole money back guarantee part. You know, right. you don't have to. Oh shit! You know, if I made this choice, then I'm going to be duped into something. <laughs> I think that's a terrible context. So it's a big thing that's been coming up with like a lot of the the consent talk uh, with like the college college sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. A lot of girl. I think a lot of people we don't teach women when they're growing up. Hey, you just because you start having sex doesn't mean you have to finish. Mm-hmm. They, they don't learn that they can change their mind. There are so many people who think when you start fucking, well, I started, I have to finish. It's like, no, you don't. No, you, you don't. can just change your mind in the middle. And I want to really empower the men to really have that conversation with your lover. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, if you want to stop any time, please let me know. Like, I won't be, you know, I won't be offended. I really appreciate if you take good care of yourself right. and communicate that with me. That will make that world so much easier because we already have male privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like in in the way that we could express our sexual desire, I think is really we get to support you know women to express their sexuality and make it feel safe for them. So that's a sex hack in some way, but it's it's the general context and principle that makes sexual experience really good. Absolutely, and I think men could definitely you know step up our game to really create that you know for each other. And ultimately, there's a good benefit. I have noticed, like, when I, if I've hooked up with someone from, let's say, Reddit or somewhere on the internet, when I've made it very clear that it's a safe space or that there's um, no expectations, like, because I don't like to always fuck the first time I hook up mm-hmm. with someone. And when I let them know that, that there's no, like, ultimate goal, mm-hmm. that there's no ulterior motive, they, it's almost like they're turned on by the honesty. There, <laughs> exactly. there's that. There's a, there's like way more relaxation. And if she's relaxed, it's going to be way more fun than if she's nervous and uptight, you know. And also, if you, if men appear to be desperate, oh, I don't want to fuck this up. I just want to make sure I get it in, you know. And that mentality, like, stop like, trying right, to get it yeah, in. Just try to have some in. fun, whatever yeah. that is. Absolutely. Maybe that's just like uh, you watch each other masturbate. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But. Whatever it is, don't stop trying to make the goal sticking it in a pussy because it's <laughs> one. You're saying a really high expectation. I'm all about low expectations, man. I'm like mm-hmm. easy. I can really good at. <laughs> I always say this. I don't want you to do anything that you regret the next day. So I'd rather do a little less, and I'd rather be the person who step up to to back off mm-hmm. than to get her to the point that she feel like oh you're pushing on too much so i think not a hack but good general you know as a good general principle to live by and then it's also i think on like hacking casual sex right mm-hmm. just like have and, and and i tell you a little bit more about casual sex but i think sex is a long game right you have your rest of your life yeah. so most people just focus on that one session like the sex they're about mm-hmm. to have to me is about all the sex i will have for continuously right the sustainability yeah. of it so your reputation matters you know mm-hmm. so it's not like i got it in this one time right yeah you got it in but you weren't very, very good because you yeah. nervously stuck it in jackhammered for a minute and left yeah, yeah. it's but it's also really difficult for men because we don't have that much good role modeling when it comes to good sex. Like mm-hmm. we watch a lot of porn and, you know, it's like watching, you know, Fast and Furious learning how to drive. Or it's like, you know, trying to make good political decision by watching Fox News all day long. Yeah. You know? And that's only, <laughs> only information you get is Fox News is, you know, is tricky because, it's, you know, it's fantasy land, you know. <laughs> Sorry to any Republican voters listening to my show. I can't imagine I have them. Um, but if I do, <laughs> no, I am. It's more about Fox News, uh, their journalistic approach. Right, right. You know the whole like, let's make up a fact and put it on the exactly, on, on the air. <laughs> and they fact check later. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So simple life. Simple sex hack is uh, don't be an asshole. Don't to be, be honest, asshole. that's a that's a real easy one. But there's other really technical sex hack, like yeah. like what you showed me in your video. Uh, I was like, oh my! Like some of them, I I kind of knew, and some I was like, whoa. Like, let me get another page in the notebook and write that down. Yeah, like, you know, most men would think of the G-spot as a, less the size of a dime, like mm-hmm. a little spot that you could find. And once I find that magical button in the inside, then like magic would happen. But most of the time it's an area that you get to massage. Mm-hmm. So the distinction between a spot and an area is very different. Yeah, And also leveraging so i'm really about spending the least amount of energy effort right into producing maximum amount of pleasure mm-hmm. so it's not about like just go in and do as much as you can <laughs> but like how effective are you are you applying that 20 percent that create 80 percent of the pleasure mm-hmm. and how do you do that so i talk a lot of, you know from my fitness background i talk a lot about biomechanics and, and and physics and how to leverage yourself so you are spending less energy right and then we were talking about that before the positioning you, mm-hmm. for when you're fingering someone 
uh, and how like you can get it, you were showing like the come hither to motion, mm-hmm. which I think is starting to luckily get into the mainstream. Uh-huh. Um, but if you're just doing that, that that muscle that's going to get tired real quick. And you're a strong man, and uh, even you can get tired. It, it doesn't matter how strong you are. The right. lactic acid buildup <laughs> would be inev- inevitable. And you talked about it earlier in our earlier conversation. Is like the moment that she's like really loving it, yeah. and then that's the moment you are dying out, and it's the worst, right? right? So I don't want to die out when when it's the most pleasurable. Yeah. Like I want to reserve my energy so I could use it like at will, not like oh my god I'm <laughs> tapped out, you know. Because I feel like so many people finger like from down there, uh-huh. like he, you know, his face is down there and he's doing this, he's he's pushing in and out from his body, mm-hmm. or maybe he's like kind of on the side and he's, you know, you're still like lying down on your stomach and finger, but you were showing just changing the way you positioned your body infinitely easier. It's so much easier. Yeah. And it's also, you could look at their whole um, clitoris, the whole organ, right? You're not just applying pressure to the G-spot, right? You could push your <laughs> palm if you line it up right. Mm-hmm. You could rub her clit, like her her, her clitoris on the outside. Um, so you could apply pressure. And, and, and the other distinction, you just talk about fiction, right? Most porn would be this jabbing motion that you're like, you know, jabbing mm-hmm. away. And it's not about how fast you go in and out. For some women, that is is pleasurable, yeah. but for most, it's more of a massage motion. So, if you don't learn how to massage their 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 G spot and the right amount of pressure and the right amount of frequency, and and that's more of every woman is slightly different. So it's like learning how to play an instrument, of course. So, but that's like if every good like you learned how to play guitar, but then you had to be like, yeah, but every guitar is going to play very differently. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to feel it out and try it out, and I think. You know, on sex hacking is more like combining sex, I mean, science and art together. Mm-hmm. So the science of playing a guitar. Your sex is art? Yeah. They're, they're that, actual, you know, when you're having really good sex, you're not being technical. <laughs> you are in flow, right? But you need to learn the basic first. So you need to, like, if you want to learn how to play a guitar, you will learn how to play, you know, different notes. Uh-huh. You have to understand, like, the theory, some level of theory of music and how to put a song together. Once you get all the technical stuff down, so you go, like, I could play this note now. Mm-hmm. And then I could play, you know, I could play a song. Then you get to be creative and, and then you could let go of the technical stuff. But most of us, I mean, I'm very privileged and lucky that I'm in a sex positive community. Mm-hmm. Um, and have that exposure and, and, and being developing my skill in the most kind of crazy way, like at, at sex parties, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, you're, you're, it's tricky to learn, but it's like the best place to learn. Yeah. What, what people do the best. Jen's told me that you guys have done like demonstrations at parties sometimes, like she'll lie <laughs> back and then like everyone's crowded around, like watching. Yeah. Be like, okay, happens. let's learn some things and then let's go apply it on our own time. I, I think I'm just a geek and, 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 and you're a geek at heart. Yeah, geek you're at fucking ripped geek. as fuck. <laughs> cool haircut geek. Is that what you're trying to claim? But see, geekiness is really mm-hmm. about being so fascinated with a subject and willing to learn everything about that. You yeah. know, and it's also tricky because my how I look, right? So, man or woman would think, oh, he get lazy because he look a certain way, or 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 it is how I treat women that is the the biggest yeah. difference, right? Not like the way the way I look helps. Because I I, sh- I shouldn't get laid the way I do. I but. You'd- so look is like one part of it, and and I I I look a certain way because I was, you know, I was really into fitness for a really long mm-hmm. time, and I was like, you know, overweight at one time. I was really skinny. I was five nine and a half at one hundred twenty pounds when I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. So learning how to, you know, is learning how to uh, change, transform my own body, and I work with clients for like more than fourteen years in the fitness industry. So this is like I've been doing this for a really long time. Sometimes it's like people associate their their fitness side with the sex stuff, but it, it's useful, but it's not the main thing. Well, yeah, because if you're like really jacked as fuck, like and you're an asshole, it's not going to work out in the long game for you. No, and I didn't get yeah. laid much. Like, yeah, I want I want to know where where. So, would you call yourself like a like a sex expert at this point? Would you call you? If you I don't, don't want to call I, yourself that, I, 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 I don't. Like, I'm more like a hacker because I think it's if you don't so, want to say, it, I'll say, it. I'll call you a sex th- expert. Thank you, if that but I, I think it's such a pretentious thing to say. I'm more of a really dude. Sus- we're both we're yes. both fucking millennials in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think we're already pretentious just, enough. But it, 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 I am a more of a student of it. I I love learning from different masters. You know, mm-hmm. I have I I was lucky to have a lot of amazing mentor to really show me all their. Um, 
different tech from different techniques to like I think the context are really important too. Like really learn about sex positive culture and and lucky at at parties that I get to study and learn more and uh-huh. and I'm so, so also like a data geek in in terms of like experimentation. Mm-hmm. How can I have very consistent results? Right? Do you have spreadsheets, dude? I do. Actually. You got spreadsheets? I, I think uh, You're I, squirting I actually, spreadsheets. Yeah, and I could. There was a time that I go like, how can I do this with you know. One lover, and then after go like, how can I do this consistently? All the different lover, and then I did. Uh, I forgot how many I end up with trying, like like tweaking the technique until mm-hmm. I feel this is so dependable. And now it's like all like almost like I, I hate to break it down to percentage, but <laughs> but I have tried it more than what's your su- lover. So like, what's your success rate? I guess we're asking. Probably not like ninety at this point. All right, right? but. It's a ninety percent success 90%. rate. That's pretty but good. But I don't want to mix squirting the success. <laughs> I, for me, it was actually understanding what actually right. works. It's like, it's it's my drive is like I want to understand what the hell happened. Yeah, because you know, uh, you come up with a a a theory on like, oh, this is why it works. Like, there's a difference between correlation versus causality. So I really want to like what what made this experience because better. Well, because you want to repeat it so that yeah. it's pleasurable for her, you know mm-hmm. you, if you figure out what someone likes you do it over and over but what, so what's your 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 history man with the with the sex because you said a, you weren't getting terrible, laid a lot. I was terrible with girls they pretty women scare the shit out of me okay. for a really long time and I didn't know how to talk to them I I also I was a I was in monogamous relationship most of my like early twenties and mm-hmm. and not like not terribly awesome at it I, but i never cheated on anyone and i never knew how um how important casual sex was for me mm-hmm. and and novelty like to and it's actually working with my partner uh dr jana about it's called socio sexual orientation unrestricted it's the type of people Ooh, so that, you're that's the scientific you're gonna, term you're gonna for, have to repeat sluts. that one man <laughs> socio sexual orientation unrestricted yes yeah, so, let's is way easier to yeah. say man but <laughs> it means that there are certain people like myself that having a lot of sex with a lot of different people matters is the way we socialize and um and it's definitely true for me so have you have you tried like getting coffee, with getting coffee with but i it, it didn't it didn't work like i was really shy and 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 didn't have to come i had this body too right, right. like in my whoa, late whoa, whoa. when you when you got to the ripped yeah, yeah. Thing. So I, so I. You were still a, shy with. I women. was still shy. I was still not able to, it, the confidence within, right? So I wasn't really good at getting lay, and I was end up in you know monogamous relationship for like every time was like a year and a half to mm. two years, and I never cheated, but I really wanted to like, oh, I want like I love you and I care for you, but I still want novelty, and I didn't know how to work that, so. In my late twenties, I decided to go like, let me try this open relationship thing. I have no idea. I just yeah. knew that didn't work for me personally, mm-hmm. and I didn't want it to feel bad about. Oh, you just haven't found the right one. Like it's something that I need to like, you know, discover. So I wanted to learn everything about sex and relationship, and that's how I actually began. So I was lucky enough to date this this girl who on for a little while that she showed me. Oh, I, I've been to sex party. I, I have threesome before and kind of open up my entire. You just world. happen to meet this person. That's very because lucky. Be, yeah, but I also said that's what I want, right? Sure. When I met her, and then she kind of showed me the world. We end our relationship ended up, you know, being two years, and we wasn't the, the best match in that sense. But she had shown me this world, and it took a really long time to to gain the confidence too. It wasn't easy, like to. Like to explore that world, mm-hmm. I was never really sexually confident. I think also like Asian stereotype, right? Like mm-hmm. how you know men stress so much over how big their cock need to be, like when they need to get hard, they have to stay hard the entire time. If they're taking too long, or if they're coming too quickly. Well, then there's the whole like Asian stereotype for the Asian male of being like almost like a sexless person. You exactly. guys get like desexualized, yeah. yeah. And I never like I and and so I never felt sexy, and I have to out, overcome a lot of like um, uh, confidence within myself to really learn about how to to be a better man. You know, mm. like how you, you know you also feel in some ways like it's wrong to have a lot of sex. You know, mm. and then overcoming that, like really learning the science behind social science around casual yeah. sex, 
and sexual technique and how to communicate better, like the whole safe space thing. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a journey to to overcome all those stuff, and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing mm-hmm. what I learned because I think a lot of men could identify with those struggle, not feeling you know confident. I have an average size, uh, size cock, right? Mm-hmm. And all my life, I think I need this like gigantic, you know, nah. some women love like they're size queen out there and they <laughs> yeah. will love a gigantic cock. Right. I have what I have, but I never developed the self love to go like, wow, this is perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, and I could create as much pleasure as would like if, if I find the right lover, the right partner. Right. So overcoming just penis stuff is so is is so heart wrenching for most guys. They just think, oh, it's it's I suck in bed. We're because more, we're of my more hung, equipment. Yeah, guys, we're more hung up about our dick sizes than the women are usually. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? but like as soon as you learn, like oh, as long as I can do well with what I've got, that's mm. what ultimately matters. Like, are you rocking five inches? Are you you got four? Well, what can you do with that four? Can you fuck the shit out of me with that four? Then let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know. And also, we have this this insane idea about vaginal intercourse to achieve an orgasm. It's like the ultimate you right. know, pleasure and orgasm you could have. It only happens or maybe like, and China's going to slap me because I don't know the exact percentage, but maybe like... One out of five, one out like one out of three. Yeah, it's like not, like, it's not, yeah, at high. it's not at high. I feel like it's a, it's possibly even less than that. It's yeah. So you need to touch the clit you, on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you no longer attached to all those anxiety about like what sex should look like, how I should perform, and then being good in bed has not actually has in most in most of the time it has very little to do with your sexual function and the equipment you have. Yeah. It's your way of being, your your technique, your your way to relate to female pleasure, mm-hmm. to way to tune into what's pleasurable for to create a space where they could be completely, utterly surrendered to their sexual experience, to express their sexuality, their desire. And that is amazing. Like yeah. that is amazing sex to me, right? But we spend so much time worrying about just function and equipment. So I kind of want my sex hack to give men a, a new way to build sexual confidence. So then, what what, it, yeah. what built the confidence for you? Because for me, it was like for me, it was for me. I think it, this is what it sounded like from you, and t- and correct me if I'm wrong. But for me, the casual sex was actually what started to give me. <laughs> um, is that someone's mom. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Because so we're in the we're in the poly we're in the poly house. Can we say no? We're in the sex positive intentional community. We're poly friendly, very different. Hacienda well, Villas. We're in the Hacienda Villa. If you guys remember way back when with Leon Feingold, who, who you know we talked about the villa. Uh, so we're in here, and <laughs> there's like is that a mom? Some moms. One of my members is just showing her her his family the house. So and the okay. house is a quite awesome project that we but the, is part of him kind of like no no don't sit on that couch don't <laughs> no, no, no. You can't, you, we haven't cleaned it yet <laughs> so actually we are very responsible about cleaning leave no trays with our sex stuff sure you know? sure and we don't fluid bond with their with our furniture okay <laughs> <laughs> we fluid bond with partners but not with yeah, furniture man come on we're not <laughs> we're not animals um but so what was it that uh, helped you get the confidence because for me it, had, it did take some the more casual sex for me to Become confident and to learn like how to treat a woman properly, to be honest. Time and ex- a lot of time and experience. I think ultimately what really the, the transformation really come from first like to have understanding. I don't want it to be accidental. Like I want to understand how right. to be a good lover. But after a while, it's really about, wow, I could bring so much pleasure to my mm-hmm. lover that I never thought was possible. I could make them feel good more than just like giving them an orgasm, but to to empower them to celebrate their own sexuality and and to be a better man, like learning how to treat women better. Right. So I don't feel like I am trying to like being creepy. But right? does that did that take time and experience? Time and experience. You have to So explore. what I'm saying is, is there hope for some 20-year-old guy to bypass the time for the sake of these women who have to deal with them. Hence um, why I want to offer all the hacks that mm-hmm. you don't have to do all the experimentation and 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 time sticking things to break down, like deconstruct the whole thing. I think, you know, once you learn like once you learn how to create safe space, you are a million times better than most lovers, uh-huh. right? Once you learn how to touch his G spot correctly, your <laughs> head and a uh, shoulder above uh, not better, but you're just more skill, right? Yeah. It's a competency level yeah. thing. And once you know that you could depend on your own skill, 
then your confidence grows. And when you know that you're you're making women feel better about their own sexuality and mm-hmm. they're getting tons of pleasure out of it, you will build confidence. I think men love that stuff. It's yeah. not like you we want to feel like we um we took advantage of someone or mm-hmm. or we left them and we got our pleasure and then we left. You know, right. that's not what builds, you know, um um manhood, I think. You know, okay. it's about, you know, the I I think one of the best sex hack or life hack is I never knew what the most pleasurable life is to be surrounded by sexually satisfied and uh, sexually empowered women all around you. Mm. It, it, it. All right. Uh, back from technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> and, and we were talking about it while I was fixing it, but in, we left off on talk, manhood. And that's what I've, I've been liking about this conversation so far is that like just because you fuck a lot doesn't mean you're a pig. There's a way to do it and still be a good man. Mm-hmm. In in this like the concept of manhood. It, that's why I love working with Jana because to really understand that casual sex doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. It's right. no in, like it's scientifically proven that is not a by default. It's not like it's inherently bad. Mm-hmm. You could have really bad casual sex, and you could have damaging casual sex to yourself if you're not doing it right right and if you're not doing it with the right people so what's the sex hack on doing casual sex right and by the way i just want to say when he keeps uh, referencing jana he means um dr jana vrangalava who was episode 10 of this podcast you guys can go back in the archives and listen to that one must check her out Mm -hmm. um and we'll be talking more about her Mm -hmm. later on but yeah um what's like a what's the hack to to that well we're lucky enough that we're teach um, Jana and I are teaching a class at their uh, sexual health expos in mm-hmm. in New York, September nineteenth or the twentieth. Yep, yep. Um, so we she will do her talk on healthy hookup, and I will I will plug myself in and talk about the pleasure side of things. But to give you guys a a, a overview of what hel- hooking up healthy really means mm-hmm. is that you have to know what's good for you. So is like is it something that you actually want, right? And casual sex could be defined as like is it so any other sex that is outside than a committed romantic relationship, mm-hmm. right? So it could be from like a one night stand to a fuck buddy that you have consistently, yeah. or it could be group sex, right? Like an orgy at a play party. So most people don't have a distinction between casual sex, and I think for most most American, uh, most we have this. If sex doesn't lead into a long term monogamous relationship, we feel like we fail, right? Right. So I don't believe we fail if that is like, you know, that's happening. You could have a very positive and powerful casual sex experience as long as you set up the container right. Mm -hmm. And you know that that is good for you and you know that's good (laughs) for your partner as well. So, and the hack is like learn how to, the distinction between uh, what makes good casual sex and come to our class and check it out. Ah, there you go. I think a big part of it's got to be communication. It's Mm -hmm. just like simply communicating what you want, not being worried about the whole, I hate this when people say, don't judge me. It's like, we're all judging, man. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of if it's positive or negative, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but they're like, be proud of what you want and then state it. But a lot of people, they, you know, the people who they allow someone to be just their fuck buddy when they want more or, you know, they or the other way around. You know, I think it's strange. I think it's tough. Um, maybe this is like slightly off topic. I, I think it's important, like especially on a podcast. You know, I, I was I was really lucky. I took a um, DS intensive with my 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 own teacher, my own DS teacher, Om. And he talks a lot about male privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Women are not allowed like. So let me give you his example. Okay. In, in a world stage scenario, Bill Clinton, right, could have sex with a 22-year-old, come on her dress, stuck a cigar in her vagina, smoked it, and went through this whole thing, right, um, that we all witness, and he's still the darling of our country, right? People will still love him and sure. praise him, et cetera. If Hillary is caught, right, on it with, a, uh, with a collar on, fucking five guys, right? Her career be totally destroyed. Right. So it's not we we it's not the same way. Women pay such higher price to be sexual, to have sex with men for pleasure, right? 
we had, you know, as demonized in this country. So I think it's really important for men to recognize that when a woman is is having casual sex with you, she has a lot more price to pay. Yeah. So if you don't go out there and empower women and make them feel good about the decision, they still have to fight the social stigma every day. So and also to not play into it. So do not like just because someone's trying to fuck you casually, if she says she wants casual sex with you, believe her. Stop like thinking she's tricking you into a relationship. Acknowledge that, like, yeah, well, maybe she actually does want casual sex. But because if she is trying to trick you into a relationship, that's her fault for not, you know, being clear. Yep. So, so both sides need to take a hundred percent of the responsibility, right? But they're, they're, the thing is, the model that we have is the hookup culture. It's like this drunken, you know, one thing led to the other. We just start making out and then we went the banging and what happened. And it wasn't really my, like, oh, my best decision, right? So yeah. then I don't have to feel guilty about making that decision to have casual sex. So I really like the model of having very intentional casual sex. So right. it's not one thing left to the other, but you actually go like, is this good for each other? Yeah. And if so, how do we like it? Yeah. Let's do it pleasure. You know, have the maximum of pleasure. Make sure that you are there to receive and give, you know, and those are very important. Yeah. And and what I like is that uh, and and Jana she, you know, has she started the casual sex project and so mm-hmm. she it's people just sharing their casual sex stories good or bad and just, I, I like I like that because it's just being people being open and honest about their casual sex it makes it almost more normal it makes it less demonized I think especially for her you know she's a beautiful young not young but like a scientist right because of her PhD she's using science to really back up what she's saying it's not like mm-hmm. she's pulling things out you know out of hat you know she's not Fox News no she's not Fox <laughs> News and but I think the more important point is 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 here you see a female role model talking about healthy casual sex, mm-hmm. which I think is so empowering for for young women to see that is you you don't have you're not fucked up yeah <laughs> because you like sex everybody likes sex look at all these other stories of other women your age maybe in, or from your region who had casual sex Molly Cyrus is a great another great role model um, Lady Gaga like she's just a fucking rock star. <laughs> Gaga, maybe Miley. You're you're on Team Miley. I'm on Team Miley. Her, oh. her, her, her. I think the way that she talk about her sexuality is great, and I think, I think that's great. But I think still still pretty trashy, man. You mean her? Well, I think it's great. She's talking about her sexuality. I just don't like her sexuality specifically because it's so loud and out there. Those because she like didn't she like hump a foam finger like. But, okay, so if you switch it backward, right? Think about it. <laughs> think about why that triggers you. Dude, if, if a guy if, if a guy if humped I, a male, uh, no, if a male hump uh, like a butt looking thing, do you have to say? I would still fair? be like, come on, man. <laughs> I'd be like, being a fucking adult. Come on. <laughs> Wait, what? What about? I just think I just think Miley's a little childish, but you know, she she's also a child. It's her brand. She it, it's I, her I, brand, it's her, but she's I, very on brand. But why? But I think it's two separate things. Her her <laughs> art her 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 art expression is different than her sexual expression. I think she should giving the same. <laughs> equality as far as like her sexual expression through her art right and i think it's very and that's where sex positive culture really comes in because if if we encourage and celebrate female sexuality and pleasure and then we allow them the same same we support right not allow we support the same equality when it comes to expression then we not you know we're not like shaming her right for I, for not i'm not saying yeah. shaming her for for the sexuality part, but I, I'm 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 t- more talking to the audience. I think it's really important that we celebrate women in general and not say men could do that, but women can't. You know, I just I think sometimes the, uh, the sex pause people we like will be will be quick to celebrate uh, a celebrity who is out, especially a, a female celebrity who is out with their sexuality in whatever form, whether it's being kinky or being bisexual or being transgender or whatever. We're quick to it. But not all of them are good role models. Just because they're out about doesn't make them great. Like Caitlyn Jenner, um, it's great that she's out and awesome. Like that's mm-hmm. it's brought so much visibility. There are people in the South who are like they don't get trans being transgender yet, but they understand it. it's a thing now because they saw Bruce change to Caitlyn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but like we're all are we forgetting Caitlyn killed somebody recently? Like can we like she's she's still a Kardashian, so like. I still hate her, like, but I love what she's done. But like, so that's she's, why I'm saying it's two separate. We're, things. we're forgetting it's, that it's she's still things. a Kardashian at heart. Mm-hmm. 
but well, I, I mean, in general, like, so that's why I'm saying with Miley, I'm just like, yeah, it's like great that I, she's out, am, but I'm, like, I'm so fucking, on her yeah. team. I like her music too, so I'm not ashamed. Oh man, <laughs> I love her music, and I love Molly. If you're listening out there, I would love for you to show up to one of a hacienda party. Molly, he will pull some sex hacks on you like no other. <laughs> I think I, I think she's awesome, uh, but um. Casual sex, we yeah. should. We yeah, should, casual we sex. Should, <laughs> casual sex. <laughs> I forgot. In this like, podcast, where were we at? We're gonna piss off everybody in the world. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, um, casual sex, I think, is important to learn. The, the guilty pleasure part, I mm-hmm. think, is so important that you don't need to feel guilty about it yeah. because it's natural and good for you. Like people have casual sex for as long as we've been human. It's not like every relationship. Also, I think it's like it's, it's time has changed so much. We live in a modern world, at least the privileged one, like ourselves, mm-hmm. right? That we could deal with, um, uh, we could deal with unplanned pre- pregnancy, right? We, mm-hmm. So not every sexual relationship have the potential to lead into having a baby. That's mm-hmm. a huge deal, right? And then we have safer sex practice, right? So if we take those two out of the way, and now you add, we could have a conscious decision about the sexual experience, and we don't have the social pressure that you know if you have. If everyone found out that you had sex with someone in, just say, in India, in a village, there's a lot more social pressure for that to to turn, turn into, into something. a marriage, yeah. But not in a, not so much in America, and I really, I mean, in New York especially, right? Uh, yeah. In Brooklyn, New York, uh, 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 hip, hipster privilege, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, I am for record, I am not a hipster. I have done no, I do nothing ironically. <laughs> Everything I do is very on purpose. I wouldn't say I'm a hipster either, but um, but. I think, you know, because we could lessen social stigma and those uh, pregnancy and, and sexual health, we're very, we, we could have all the, like, we could have casual sex in, in a new way. It's, I think it's modern, it's modern casual sex. It's not like old school casual sex. It's very mm-hmm. different. And I hope the world will adapt to the sex positive culture and, and, and like, you know, nipple equality kind of deal. You nipple know? equality, man. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. It's like here in New York City is your right, lady, to be topless in public. And I support that right so long as I'm kind of around to see it. Yeah, um, I love boobies too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and the Casual Sex Project, I think, has been great. And and you've been working with Jana on it, right? Yeah, so I have... Um, it's been kind of getting revamped. Yeah, I'm doing the redesign and I'm really passionate about the project. And we want to add a lot more uh, education content, like especially about healthy hookups, mm-hmm. right? Hooking up healthy. And um and bring signs onto their 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 casual sex sign. They can really help you know people really liberate themselves. And check it out at theircasualsexproject.com. Mm-hmm. And um and then there's so much there's so much more content that we're creating. And and our goal is to really not only role model it ourselves, right? But really have a good um good education out there instead of and instead of just like trashy sex ed, right? Or what I mean by trashy sex ed, sorry, I'm not I'm not trashing my my community, but not a a so there's I think in people's mind most of the time out in the out, out in the world, sex ed teacher are the one who's like showing in a like a high school classroom, mm-hmm. show you know, using a banana and putting a condom sure. over it. And I think that's great, right? That's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of sex ed on the pleasurable side as much out there. In, in, on and the, you in, think that, and you think the, because I've seen videos that like but do that, but you like think they're kind of trashy. They're, they're more on the porn production. Mm. Like they are. Like I saw Nina Hartley did like a video. Nina is was, awesome. So, like, okay, so, we're so, team so, Nina. So, okay. so, so I'm team Nina for sure. I think there's a difference when a porn. I gotta get slapped for it. It's okay, dude. It's, dude <laughs> but no I am, fear. I am raw. Like I'm just gonna tell it like it is, at least in my experience. So. I think some of like their instructional video, I have watched everything, right? right? When I'm developing my product. And some of it is a, a porn star getting high. And porn star might be amazing in bed themselves, right? right? Or amazing actress to make great porn, sure. right? But sometimes it, it is, is, you know, they're wearing like a business suit. Like showing a diagram on and teaching the content. It's a porno content. that looks yeah, like yeah, a sex ed video, video, but it's really just a it's porno. Por- then it's porno afterward. Yeah, I really want like show and tell kind of education, yeah. instructional. Like I want. It's no different than than me being a trainer showing someone how to do a bench press, doing how to do a squat or Olympic lift. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are very technical stuff that needs like instructional breakdown in a way that makes a lot more sense that you could do it and it doesn't have to be overly sexual. Like it is a sexual thing, but if it's all about like showing you sex or you could jerk off yeah. to it, 
I think it takes away the the educational side. Yeah, you were trying to make it. You were telling me that how difficult it was for you to make that video as not not sexual, but not like erotic. It's not about my pleasure. You were trying to yeah. like show show like a the same like a deadlift video, but for fingering. It was that's what you were it making. Pretty much, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not about my pleasure, right? I, my goal in, in in the video is really show. Other people, how to do this technique, right? Mm. And and it's it's a balance, right? I have to keep making sure that my 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 co-teacher, my demo model, is turned on at the same time. So sure. she's showing authentic, you know, experience. So it's balancing all those things. But I really appreciate when we teach, like sex ed is like a yoga class. Like let's all do it together, yeah. you know. And and but that is not that available to everyone because that happens in the well, you know sex positive community and the swinger community and in 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 a very niche group you know yeah it's very difficult we have to remember sometimes when we're talking about some of this stuff that the it's easy to talk about it with us or to other people who like would go to a sex party but to talk about it to people who didn't even get a sex ed in high school and are you know they're they're not having casual sex Mm. to be able to give that instruction to the lay person that's the key Mm -hmm. business-wise that's going to be the key is to be able to make that appealing to someone who will never go to a sex party but still wants to be able to have pleasurable sex even if it's monogamous with their husband of of 20 years casual um pleasurable sex that's the key is to get them to like learn those techniques too yeah and so I, that way there's those long-term marriages can stay pleasurable happy marriages absolutely yeah. and I'm, I'm not on their like um I don't preach non-monogamy if it's the right it's the right yeah, relationship right. for you then then go for it you know and but I think pleasure is a birthright, right? And then also, in some level, education to me, it should be a birthright too, mm-hmm. you know? And sex, you know, sex that should be part of that, right? Like, how the hell, you know, the analogy I use all the time is everyone was born hungry and they want to eat, but not everyone knows how to cook. And they need we're to learn. We're all born horny, they, baby. Yeah, yeah, we're born horny, but we don't <laughs> necessarily know how to, like, create you know gourmet delicious you know world-class meal so let's let's yeah. learn to, to do that too in our sex and that's what you're doing with the sex hacker playbook yep so so you show me a squirting video like how to make someone squirt uh what are like other topics that you guys that I you're do, covering in the I sex hacker playbook of, i do a lot of like um uh warm-up right foreplay to aftercare i think this, those things are so important mm-hmm. but i do things i like <laughs> <clears throat> how to use sex toys, right? Okay. What are the best sex toys you use, right? How to combine a couple of different sex toys that works really well together. Mm-hmm. How to introduce, uh, how to, uh, anal sex is a really big one. How do you introduce anal sex? How do you, for, so someone who is unsure and doesn't feel very safe, right? Like guys out there, imagine that a girl want to play with your ass, right? Yeah. That same feeling that you're having right now is the same Take experience. The same, they have, care. The same Same care. <laughs> so how do you have that conversation? What techniques feels good? How do you introduce anal sex in a way that like you could go from like, you know, it's a long game. It's not like, let me stick my cock in your ass yeah. immediately. You are watching porn where they're like warming up, stretching, been having anal sex for years. And it seems like, oh, just put it in. But it's not that. So I go over a lot about anal sex. I go over like double penetration technique to which toy you use, all a lot of hand sex. I actually, I, my pants don't come off in any of the video. It's really right. important. It's not about my sex. I'm teaching you how to do it, right? So you will learn you, the you skill. Want, you want people distracted by you. Yeah, we get it. We no, get it. <laughs> no, I think there's a difference. I'm not a porn star. I don't no. make porn. I make like educational content. No, I, know, so, I know, I know, I know. So it's not about my pleasure, but really about the technique, you know? And I think it's really hard to teach like the balance game i think is like it's a very such a unique experience so most people would not resonate with to that teach, but, but until, not make it erotic yeah. right about for me that's oh like yeah my pleasure like like my pleasure should be there but not the most the main focus is yeah, really about her pleasure and teaching you're allowed to enjoy your work man yeah. you can enjoy it a little bit <laughs> but it was just funny because like there's one point you would go like she goes that feels good and like you said like in a sultry voice like yeah it feels good baby and then you went back to camera and be like yeah so uh next up is <laughs> yeah like, carve your finger this way yeah <laughs> um so when's the sex like how if somebody wants so sex hacker playbook so is this like some someone buys or these videos like what's so it's a i i am i am really considering so i did a bunch of test shoot somebody wants to to read the playbook or see the playbook like what's what's the so it's going to be a video training program okay 
um, I, I, I did a lot of test video to really like hone my skill down and see what works on camera and don't work on camera. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm like, I may, my goal is actually to launch a crowdfunding project, okay. right? People could download all the material I created already and get the funding to do the best production work that I can with graphs and charts. If I, you know, on, on the really technical stuff sure. and to have a much get your better, spreadsheets up get there. my spreadsheet <laughs> up there and really have a very comprehensive, um, program that teach not only teach men how to be a to to empower women right the, the whole sex positive culture side but learn all the technique and and because of the fitness industry like i love those online fitness program that is oh, very comprehensive they cover nutrition they cover training they cover every exercise so i want to break it down in that style instead of a like instead of a porno video you go to watch i want to be a module that you could learn like i could learn this skill and this skill mm-hmm. and this skill and then combine it all and um, so I want to launch uh, this fall, winter. I want to launch a crowdfunding campaign that, and and also, I want to teach. I want to create a space where women could ask for what they want, right, and really empower their lover to watch it. And I really want to create work that you don't have to hide from watching it with your girlfriend. I right. want women to promote my work, and I would love men's support. But if women could stand behind my teaching, and then then I think I did good work. Okay, so that's that's my my goal. So so can someone uh, go to like? Do you have a, a mailing list? So if someone wants to go compete- to Canna, yeah, go to CanaPlay.com. There's three mailing lists uh, right now on there. I cover yes. sex hack. All oh, right, right. Um, uh, you could join their sex party list. Mm-hmm. Um, just come on my site, check out my content, yeah. and I'm I'm launching their. I'm working on the casual sex project right now. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first launch and then i'm working on my new site and covering i want to kind of un- take it out of their play party scene right right and then really bring it to the public so there'd be more education more right. coaching because program. most of the people in the play party scene a lot of them already have that knowledge for the mm-hmm. most part i would think it's fair to say um or they have a friend who will show them but mm-hmm. i think it's again to the general public's key um and are you're on you're on twitter instagram yep. you, you have a, a lot of play kind of a lot of shirtless there. pictures on the instagram <laughs> Um, I also believe in, you know, I, women, <laughs> please objectify. I, I, I personally <laughs> like being objectified. Me too, And man. I think men are not being sexualized enough, you know. I, I, I'm more in the balance you've game. Given, you've given people no option with your Instagram but to sexualize you. There's really no choice. Uh, you try, you Feminist go there. porn. I, I believe in, in, in both sides, you know. Uh, so your, your handles are both at uh, Kenneth Play? Yeah, on, on Instagram play. and Twitter. Go check that yeah, out. And Facebook too, yeah. <laughs> and Facebook and all that jazz. Um, anything else uh, before, uh, before? I want to thank you. Thank you for um, forwarding Sex Positive Culture and having me on the show. I think is I, I'm really glad to to talk. You know, have a conversation really. You yeah. know, about this stuff and and I wonder, like you said, I want the guy in in a small town. You know, who. Th- they're, they're not surrounded by this like sex positive community, but able to get this content so they could start practicing yeah. that on their own, you know? Absolutely, man. Well, uh, Kenneth, this was uh, a pleasure and a joy. So thank you so much. And, uh, and why don't you say goodbye to all the people? Goodbye and check me out at canaplay.com. Always, always be plugging. Always be plugging. <laughs> Subscribe now. <laughs> Later, everybody. You guys ready to go off and do some hacking? Ready to hack your lover? Yeah. Oh, that was, that was it was fun. I, I learned some things. Actually, uh, the next day after I recorded this, I tried to use um, his leverage hack, and I realized I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to practice that one. The leverage people. That arm gets tired no matter who you are. Um, go go if you want to listen. If you want to be the first. To get a hold of this sex hacker playbook, make sure you are signed up for his email list over at kennethplay.com. There you can also find some other information about fitness, about life. Uh, I think you can get onto like a sex party invitation list through that. Uh, and if you, you want to see how insanely ripped and muscular this dude is, or you also just want to check out his interesting haircut, I will say is a intentional hairstyle. Uh, you can go follow him on Twitter, on Instagram at Kenneth Play. I follow him. You should too. And uh, and while you're all while you're on the internet, while you're on the interwebs, if you haven't already, check out the Casual Sex Project. Um, Dr. Jana does some really great work with that. Uh, go there, read some stories, submit a story. 
learn more about casual sex and the type of casual sex other people are having. That's over at casualsexproject.com. Uh, as usual, I'm here every Wednesday. I'm very excited about next week's episode. I recorded it in Vancouver with a, with a, with a very special fan whore. She doesn't like being called a fan whore, but, you know, she's a fan and a friend. And she's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's going to kill me. Uh, but make sure you are subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, Overcast, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Um, and please, if you can, share the show with a friend. It means a whole goddamn lot to me if you do. Uh, otherwise, I'm over on Twitter at the Billy Presida. And you can email me over at manorpod at gmail.com. Is that all the plugs? I think that's all the plugs. Um, Patreon, people. Do it. Reach into your pocket. Find some change. Contribute that much. Patreon.com slash manorpodcast. I got to start getting ready for this. uh, The fan whore fantasy football draft. I got to start getting ready for it. I've been doing some mock drafts. Fucking ready. Uh, When do I get to draft Sarah J? That's who I want. In my sex draft, we should do that. We should have like a separate, like a fantasy sex draft. That could be a thing. Draft like porn stars, sex educators. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You guys, take care. Do your thing. You know what I'm gonna say. Stay slutty. <laughs>